0: Just before we start the show, we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we live, work and play. We acknowledge their ongoing connection and custodianship for country. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging and their stories and journeys that have led us to where we are today. Let's meet our next guest.
1: Joining us in the studio today is Adam Ferrier, who is a co founder, consumer psychologist, and chief thinker at Thinkerbell. Hey, Adam, how was your flight today?
0: Uh, well, thanks. Uh, yeah, all good. That's a very long uh, title. I apologise.
1: No, it, I mean, we've got to sum it all up. We've got to get it all in. Yeah, so, good, good, good. Um, we'll start straight away with an icebreaker that I haven't sent you this morning. Great. Um, what is normal at 3 p.m., but terrifying at 3 a.m.?
0: Oh, gosh. Um, a Red Bull. I think having a Red Bull at 3 a.m. Would, would terrify me, but it kind of feels okay to have it at 3 p.m.
1: Yeah, that's true. I went down the path of, like, if I hear a child play at school, that's normal at 3 p.m., but at 3 a.m. hearing a child laugh and play, I'm like, oh. Well,
0: that's so dark. I know. How, how, can, I know. You, how can you do that? <laughs>
1: I don't know. That's where I went, yeah, just yeah, yeah, straight, yeah, straight yeah. down that yeah, path. No,
0: um, I, went, I just went to what would interrupt a good sleeper.
1: Ah, yes, yeah, I see yeah. where you went there.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, do you have any obsessions uh, that other people would find weird?
0: Um, Gosh, um, it's normally me who's doing the dark, morbid, uh, inappropriate humor thing. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of felt weird for you to... Do a kind of a that kind of gag yeah. to me yeah. um, in a completely inappropriate way. So that's <laughs> that's normally my shtick. Yeah. Um, in terms of weird obsessions, I fonts. I I'm, I'm very particular about font size. Mm-hmm. Um, on um, and there's that's an ongoing uh, joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, I've always been obsessed with font sizes. But as I get older, people are now using that against me, saying, "Oh, your eyesight's failing," and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then the only other obsession would be kind of an anti-obsession, I guess, which is um, I hate order and okay. I hate order and structure. And mm-hmm. so I kind of, if anyone's being too ordered or creating too much structure around me, I find myself deliberately uh, kind of trying to pull that down. Mm-hmm. And so, and I don't quite know why that is, but that's what I do.
1: Yeah. And so it sounds like you're into like odd things, obviously, Um but were you always, like, an odd person or, like, even as a child, were you a bit of an oddball or not really?
0: No, I've always been um, – I've always been – it's a, it's, an, it's interesting, right? I think you're kind of born the way you are and that mm-hmm. just happens. And mm-hmm. somebody thinks – some people think my odd affectations mm-hmm. are, are just that. They're put on the show, but it's just how I um, operate in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things – that I really undervalued growing up was the ability to fit in. Mm -hmm. And I never, I've always struggled to fit in rather than stand out. Yeah. And I reckon the people who can fit in, understand how the system works and get their feet on the ground in a a hierarchy and structure, Mm -hmm. and then from there push themselves and stand out, Mm -hmm. can do it with in a much more influential way with their feet on the ground mm-hmm. um, and in a way that can bring others along on that journey. And so I do like to talk to people about the biggest skill I've ever missed is the ability to fit in mm-hmm. and, and how valued that should be for for all kids at school or uni or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, what is one misconception that people have about you?
0: I think that they think my shitness is contrived. So, um, just carrying on on that theme, mm-hmm. one of the things I've discovered recently is that if, if you just take a coles bag with you, like a you know one of those twenty five cent yeah the reusable bags, bag yeah things. reusable yep. bags, put your laptop in that, maybe a T shirt if you're staying overnight or whatever. Yeah, that's a much easier way to travel than having a
1: backpack or a
0: suitcase or yeah. something like that. And I love it. And I've only recently discovered that I can always just pull out a Coles bag and, and off I go. Yeah. Um, and so, and then if I lose it, it doesn't really matter because it's 25 cents or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's just an antidote to um, an easy kind of minimalist life mm-hmm. rather than, oh, look at me, I've got a Coles bag. And so my business partner, Jim, yeah. thinks I'm doing it. To get attention, and I do do lots of things for attention, yeah. but that's not one of them.
1: Mm-hmm. That just mm. happens to be a thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway, um, and other than that, I don't think there are too many misconceptions. I'm mm-hmm. pretty, I'm an open book. Um, you know, what, if, if people are judging me on, on how I present, they're probably, probably pretty accurate.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and what is the dumbest thing you've done that you laugh at yourself now for?
0: Yeah, as, um, so I so you you asked me this question mm-hmm. by email uh, earlier, and um and I have had some time to think about it, <laughs> and um and there is I can do, I can remember, um breaking up with a girl mm-hmm. when I was about 21, 22 Yeah, and um and I saw her with her new boyfriend that had happened straight after we'd broken up. Yep. And I was really, really angry. And I was driving, I was in my car and I was driving my uh, Suzuki Sierra soft top, which is a 1.3 liter engine and anybody who knows anything about cars, is a very, very little car and a very small motor. But I was mm-hmm. angry and I was trying to do uh, burnouts, Yep. to show how angry and annoyed I was. <laughs> look what it, you're
1: missing out on. Yeah, kind of yeah, in... <laughs> yeah. Look how cool
0: I am. Or yeah. what I have not idea. and the car just kept on bunny hopping. Oh. and and so and I look back on that thinking, what a what a prime <laughs> uh, prime <laughs> dickhead. But um, all sorts of reasons uh, for the, the choice of car, for trying to for actually getting that angry, for having to show how angry I was to her, and that so that was kind of a bit. I look back at that and I can laugh now and share that as a story. Um, but I, um, but as a general rule, I, um, I'm pretty easy on myself. I don't get mm-hmm. embarrassed easily about the mistakes I make or about the fuck-ups I do daily. I just mm-hmm. kind of just roll with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, much more than I ever have previously.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Um, what is one thing you're yet to accomplish? Like you've achieved a lot. What's one thing that you're still
0: striving um, for? I um, yeah, again, I'm uh, pretty easy myself. Uh, Mum always said I was blessed with no ambitions, and I know what she means. So I'm always kind of, I'm pretty happy of what I have accomplished. So I don't think I ever thought that I would be able to be gainfully employed or um, have a uh, a loving wife and and two amazing kids. Like to to achieve all of that, I'm probably more bloody still surprised at what I what I have accomplished, rather than trying to set out for um,
1: anything more. Mm-hmm. Um, we can edit all of that big long break out. percent so, <laughs> that's why I let it, so, the gap go. <laughs> um,
0: but I do remember I do remember being quite creative. As a kid, mm-hmm. but being really um, uncoordinated. And mm-hmm. so whenever I try to draw, my drawings wouldn't come out what, the way it was intended in my head. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that I'd be able to create a new art form that didn't rely on, uh, the, you know, that was something that I could express myself in a, in a new kind of art form that hadn't been created yet. Mm-hmm. And that new art form still hasn't. Uh, come to me. Okay. So I still, maybe, uh, maybe I'm still yet to create a new form of art. Yeah. But uh, but I somehow I doubt <laughs> that's going to happen. You might
1: go to sleep, have a dream and wake up and be like, bam, there it is. Yeah, You yeah. never know. What
0: do you reckon it could be?
1: I would have e- no idea.
0: Yeah, well, e- e- evidently maybe, and neither do I. <laughs>
1: maybe it could be something with type because you have a thing with type. I don't know. It could be. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll watch. Maybe. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. yeah. <laughs> Um, have you had anything go viral, like fifteen seconds of fame, that's not related to work?
0: Um, uh, so, uh, so there's an assumption there, isn't there, that I do things in my life that are not related to work, which is a bit <laughs> sad. But I kind of feel like work life and personal life are all completely enmeshed. Yeah. Um, when I did, when I was, I used to work in the prison system and wanted to make the switch to get into consumer kind of psychology, mm-hmm. and so I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll do my thesis in clinical psych on identifying the underlying constructs of cool people, what makes people cool, mm. and that went, that went uh, you know, viral yeah. um, and got lots and lots of uh, attention at the time, So, but that was definitely contrived, and although I wasn't, you know, it was part of my university and studies at the time, not my work, but, mm-hmm. so I, I'm kind of cheating a little bit because it was kind of related to work, but yeah. But not really. But, yeah, so I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: That's really – does it still exist? Like, could you find it in the yeah, rabbit yeah, hole yeah. Or somewhere?
0: Moth, Moth, yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, just type in uh, identifying the underlying constructs of cool people and you should be able to uh, dig out a copy. There's five factors that make people cool. Yep. Um, I'm yeah. going to read it
1: because clearly I'm not cool, cool enough. I just have to read it, see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs>
0: probably, yeah it could help <laughs> yeah. for sure.
1: Um, and then lastly, to tie this all together, beyond the title, Who is Adam?,
0: uh um
1: be on your long title <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a just a um I think we're all more um I, I don't know like uh we um we have this game we play at thinkabel, which mm-hmm. is where we give everybody their own brand positionings mm-hmm. and my brand positioning it's not a fun it's not that you know it's not a fun game, but my brand positioning is enigmatic irritation, so I'm kind yeah. of. Interesting, bit, you know, have a bit of curiosity about me, but ultimately I'm quite irritating to to get to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, kind of, an, I, I quite like that idea of being an enigmatic irritation. Um, but then I can't resist just saying, um, you know, my, my my real identity is now very much focused on on. You know, I love being around my my family and that kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, just a bunch of flesh and bones, I think, beyond the title, really.
1: <laughs> what a great way to finish the episode. Just <laughs> straight on that. We're going to finish it right there. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time, Adam. Cheers. See you.